Good morning, welcome to episode 8 of Two Left Thumbs, a console gaming podcast where we talk about console games, funnily enough, and um, what's going on in this month of console gaming. Joined here, as usual, with my good friend, Dawn of the Dan. How you going, mate? Hey, hey. I'm good. That's How are you? I'm, I'm sleepy. Yeah. I'm very sleepy. It's, it's, it's early. Yeah. I've not slept I'm much. good. I mean, yeah, I'm nursing a byproduct of a bottle of red wine, but... <laughs> Oops, I'm, I'm as good as I'm gonna get. Yes, very good. So, what are we doing for the last fortnight, my man? Oh, me. Um, well, as we discussed last time, I've jumped into near auto auto automata or automata, as everyone seems to want to call it. Yeah. Um, it's a great little quirky JRPG. Um, sort of. I could go on on about it, but yeah. So so far, I've probably put about four or five hours into it. And the um, story's twisted two or three times already. Um, yeah, there's been some shocking truths discovered in typical sort of JRPG fashion. So um, it's got its hooks in me, yep. uh, for sure. And um, I'll keep grinding through that little that game. Um, combat's fun. Yeah. So, yeah, it's very um, frantic would be the word. It's um, It comes across looking like a button masher, but you can't mash the buttons because you won't achieve anything. And um, yeah, great sort of uh, inventory and crafting sort of systems as well. It's got a not a neat, uh, pretty unique way of looking how to actually, when you level up, um, how you build your skill trees. Yep. Um, you actually got to, uh, you can buy skills. So you're just like, a, you know, the premise is you're an android being sent to Earth to boot some alien robot monsters off the face of the planet. Good um, premise, good so premise. as an android, yeah, it's a good basis for any game. Um, <laughs> so it's not just a matter of acquiring skills. You've also got to expand your memory to fit these skills in. So it's just like, you know, you're plugging extra hard drives in so you can uh, you know, up, put these chips in so you can gain extra skills or boost your current capabilities. So yeah, right. um, probably one of the more unique ways I've seen it building a skill tree, but it, it works really well. So, um, yeah, could um, go on about that. And um, the other one is Destiny 2. Surprising, surprising. Warmind has a lot in it. Yeah, it's uh, it's brought brought a lot of people back, myself mm. included. So yeah, it's what now nearly a month. Time's getting away from me. I'm getting old. But um, it's been at least three weeks, four weeks since the release. Yep. And I'm still got the FOMO where I'm want to log in and do stuff because I currently I'm working through an exotic, the nascent dawn exotic quest. Right. Yep. So it's like, oh, I'm going to log in. I've still got two or three steps to do, um, which we did not have with Curse of Osiris um, yeah, at all. At all. At all. <laughs> so it's, yeah. Um, so I've been doing a fair bit of Destiny, uh, Destiny 2. So, so I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't so much had the, the fear of missing out uh, with it. I've, I've known yep. that if, if I want to go and play Destiny, Destiny now, I can go and play it and I've got stuff to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've got, okay, well, I've got this quest to do and this quest to do. I can sort of plug along, get a little bit done on that. I don't necessarily have to get it finished, but as long as I'm sort of moving forward, I'm happy. And mm. I can I can sort of walk away for a few days and come back again. Oh, that's great. Week, you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm really enjoying yeah. that fact. Um, yeah, I, there is stuff to do. That's what's great. There's stuff to do. There's things to find. Um, mm. You know, we're... We're sort of back to the point now where you can go and watch a YouTube video and go and find the stuff as you watch sort of thing. So yep. that, that's really cool. 
I'm, I'm yeah. very, very happy that's happening. So, yeah, no, that's it exactly. There is just things to do. Uh, every time you log in, um, I, I struggle actually to get my milestones finished every week, fit a raid in, and do some of the side quests. So it's it's good. It's like oh wow. Um, you, so you're playing it most nights of the week, is that right? Uh, this week I have, but yep. I've actually I've dropped it to uh, dropped two nights because of uh, okay. IRL stuff. Yep. Um, but I've been playing two to three nights a week at least. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think so... I've done three nights this week, and I've yeah I've I've found that you know what I mean. Um, hmm. Yeah, I, I still can't get those milestones finished up completely, as well as get a raid hmm. in, as well as try and do some of that stuff so it's interesting you know, sort of time management yeah. now trying to get stuff done um yeah and it it actually being pushy and uh wanting wanting that place on your on your gaming roster or your shed or your streaming schedule exactly uh, yeah. whereas before it was like oh yeah okay this night's you know traditionally but your thursday night was my raid night and yeah. i might log into it one other night of the week if i was lucky yeah um you know, just for shits and geeks, uh, yeah. go help someone do something. But now it's actually, no, I've got a, you know, still try, got it, still on the light grind um, to try and get ready for the new raid layer. I'm yep. still not at level that yet, so um, I think we're going to have a run at that next week and um, all the rest of it. So it's like, wow, it, it's surprising. I was not expecting this. I was expecting uh, probably a Curse of Osiris with a few more bells and whistles. Um, Oh, yeah, I, was, I, feel I, was, like... I was completely hoping it was nothing like Curse of Osiris, so I'm yeah, happy. I think happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, sure everyone, I'm sure everyone will agree. So, yeah. So the only other thing there is the um, escalation protocol that um, Bungie has now. There was the twelve yesterday. Um, they reducing the power levels required for the top two uh, for level six and seven. So from memory, like we had a go at this the other night. From memory, yeah. level seven is four hundred. Power yeah. level four hundred. Yeah. I think six and seven are four hundred. They're dropping back to three eighty five. Yep. Uh, so I've got two views on this. Um, a, it was good because it was a nice, challenging activity. Yep. But B, we shouldn't have to try and get um, like the activity itself shouldn't have to have so many people to be involved to be able to complete it well, and i think that's um, that's why they're scaling it back i kind of really liked yeah. it. it it to me it made you like especially us you know like the hardest part for us once we're waiting we, once, for that idiot to leave wait, yeah, waiting for someone to leave <laughs> yeah. so that we could that's get it. the guys that we could talk to in and then we still had one random who ultimately in the end didn't end up helping um yeah. but i don't know if it would have made a difference anyway because yeah so so for those who probably haven't <clears throat> haven't done it or don't know <coughs> excuse me what we're talking about yeah, we're we have to try French right now so yeah we had to basically inside um inside the map instance you can fit nine players in that area so and our fire teams are locked at three so we had to try and uh get in the same instance three different three players from our group of eight so we could get three fire teams in there um, that and then as a, the, the instance we had, we had seven of our team in there and two randoms. We were waiting for one of the randoms to go so we could get our eighth player in. That to me is a bit of a frictiony point. Um, it's a way, you know, it works. It's fun. Don't get me wrong. But is it good game design? I don't think so. Uh, when you have an area that your fire team is designated at three, 
the activity should be designed around three. Uh, if you have a couple of blueberries jumping on top, fantastic. Yeah, around three people and some floaters. Yeah, I, I think that would be more yeah. more realistic. So, yeah, so have it so, yeah, okay, for three people, it's a damn good challenge. It's, you know, leave it at 400 or whatever else like that. Um, make it a very challenging challenge for three people. Yep. And yeah, as I said, if a couple of blueberries, a bit like the old entrance to the vault of glass, it was designed for a certain number of people. And if you ran through there and saw a team doing it, you'd jump off, give them a hand, it made it easier. Yep. Um, sort of thing. It's just a fantastic idea. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely love the idea of what they're trying to do. It's just that the area that they put it in um, doesn't really support it that well. You know, if we had six players on the team, probably leave it the way it is. Like if you could, um, have six players in a, uh, in a, in a patrol team. Yeah. But considering you only have three, then you've got to go through all these yucky things, trying to lobby and get um, get in the same instance. So, Let's see that that sort of thing is going to get better as well. You you think? I oh, know oh, it's sort of a long way out. You think a month yeah. or two months from now, where your average sort of power level is going to be around the three sixty to three seventy mark? That's going to mm. get a lot a lot easier to sort out because like the guy that we we were sort of chasing out of our instance. Was three a lot low three fifties? Is that right? Yeah, or, yeah, three forty five. I think. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's the only reason. Like, yeah. he would have to DPS burn a thrall. Yeah, <laughs> and like there was a point where was, where I was shooting, like, it wasn't even a big dude. I think it might have yeah. just been um, like an acolyte or a knight, and I was getting immune. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I was in, yeah, it was, I haven't played it at 385, I'm at 360 something, so yeah, yeah so, the world time. might change when we're at light. So once once you're starting to get a lot of just random, you know, your blueberries and whatever else in the instance mm. up to that level, then it's probably not going to be such an issue. But mm. I, I, yeah, I'm in two minds. It's, um, yeah. it's Once you're up there, it's a great way to sort of, I guess, get communicating with new people. Which is which is something that Bungie have always done really well is is um, get you to play with other people. Um, yes. So, and on that side of things, I'm re I'm really cool with it. But on the other side, sort of yeah, you know, those lower levels trying to get it done, it, it, it's yeah, it's much much friction there. Like it's it's very difficult. So. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, you've got the community but that wants, that, wants everything now. In saying that, it's not meant to be easy. No. As I so, said, you got the community just because it's not easy. Everybody's, oh, it's too hard. It's too hard. And yeah, yeah as I said, I'm, I'm in two minds. Um, yeah, so the actual, the idea of it is fantastic. You, you bring, um, you actually bring blueberries into your party chat so you can talk to them and communicate and make yeah. new friends. And, but ultimately, it is a three-player design space. So the activity kind of should be designed around that. Um, yeah, we don't go into a raid with uh, a boss that needs nine people to kill it. That's right. Um, yeah, we go into a raid with an activity is designed for six that's so yeah. maybe and by scaling back the light level requirements they, they come more within reach because honestly all it was on the on level seven it was just dps burn that got us in the end that's yeah. right that's right we just we um, ran once we run out of suit we run out of, yeah, run run out out of suit yeah run out of supers and heavies and that was about it so yeah. and i i played i did it again last night had the exact same thing you yeah. get boss down about 30 and you just run out of supers and heavy now another thing, um, which, another thing that that um that brings into play is is like your team composition as well. 
know what I mean? Like, um, that's sort of something, I guess, yeah, in raids it kind of comes into play, but you can, once you get a raid down, you can sort of play with six of the same character or six of the same sort of class, and it doesn't matter. Um, but I found, yeah, your team composition kind of really matters, especially with your, your lower levels, trying to, trying to get that DPS and trying to work out ways to, oh, yeah. to, to keep orbs and keep feeding each other supers and all that sort of stuff. So I find that's really cool. Like it, it, it became really tactical. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. As I said, like at the end there, the actual DPS burn, we, you know, we were not God tier stuff, but we were applying, you know, yep. we were using the tractor cannon for boost to avoid damages for the warlocks yep. and you know, Titans were melting points. So you get the extra damage all up and you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, you had to. It just wasn't stand there and just unleash your Galahorn and, you know, job done. Yep. Um, there was a lot of coordination of supers, heavies, and class abilities, which is great, but it's hard to try and make sure that if you're in a space, having eight or nine people all communicate, well, our party chats only support eight to start with <laughs> Yeah. Um, on, on, on Sony, so um, it's not as though you can even get nine people. And, um, yeah, to actually have that with people that you can't communicate to so that's right yeah, we'll wait and see we'll wait and see what the changes bring i'm i'm not crying that i haven't been able to complete it it's, no, i'm not it's either yeah good yeah don't don't get yeah, a, don't get me wrong like i've attempted it yeah. one night so i'm not upset that it's taken a little bit to get it done we got up to seven mm. like giving giving it a good effort we got up to the last the last boss so yeah and we yeah. had the same place last night it was yeah, just DPS burn that got us in the end, which is actually a, a byproduct of um, being under leveled. So, yep. yeah, no, that's all good. So, it was, we'll wait and see what those changes bring. Yep. Um, all right. So, I've got sidetracked first time, <laughs> first time for the podcast, and probably not the. That's all right. right so, what have you been up to, man? Um, been playing the things. Uh, did a place a, a a first playthrough of Detroit Become Human. Um, yep. <clears throat> It was about the same length. It actually was pretty well spot on the same length as did. Um, I was about to name the same game. Um, uh, Beyond Two Souls. Yep. So you know that within that twelve to fifteen hour mark, um, which sort of as I come to as I came to realise that I'm, I was right at the end of it. I thought, oh, this is really short. Uh, it was a little bit disappointing, but yep. but having finished it now i want to go back and do it again yep try to hold different way it, approach it in a whole different manner and see what outcomes yeah, i, I come with mrs e she's um she's doing a second playthrough yeah and um i can remember i dropped in the stream the other night i've tried to avoid a lot of detroit streams because i want to play the game without yep. spoilers and anyway i can, I can tell you now well what was that Sorry. Uh, the, the the stream title. It was the second playthrough. It was called "Kill All Humans." Kill all humans. <laughs> yeah, I um, yeah. I I, I fin literally finished my stream, went and hosted her, and um, hmm. having a chat with her straight away. She, like she literally just finished as I hosted. Okay. So we had a good chat for pro probably about an hour or so, and she was saying that she wanted to um, do another playthrough, yeah. but just just make all the bad choices. Just yeah, know, just so basically yeah. yeah. Androids hate humans and so there's, there's no holds barred sort of thing uh, also what um how many endings does this game add i heard someone throw around there's over a hundred different endings but i doubt that from but, my my understanding or this is this is 
Um, yeah, do not quote me, but my understanding is that it's nine endings per character. Yeah. All right. So, so what do you got? Three main characters. That's twenty-seven. Twenty-seven-ish, I would say. There's yeah. there's something like seven hundred different um, outcomes, but only that only so many different endings. Yeah. Because because the the trees branch out, but then they they still come to a point. Where there's only they converge back in. in in yeah in most instances where there might only be like three at, like end outcomes, but they can branch out fifty different ways before that. So it's um having a look. The, a really cool thing that they did again is is they do they show you that tree when once you've finished a certain like scene, um which is really cool because you can see how much you missed. One of them I think I just pretty much just eyes on the prize just went straight for the straight for the finish. Yeah. And I literally just one straight line, just bang, 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 got it, got it all done. Oh, beautiful! That was really yeah. cool. It went smoothly. And then you look at the tree, and I probably did about five percent of it. Yeah. So it's um it's definitely one that you could you could play through many many times. Like, I don't think I could play it again the same way. I don't think it's even possible. I would say, can you remember? <laughs> uh, even even if you could remember. It'd be a matter yeah. of having the reflexes to get the button pushes the same because they yeah. they make a difference as well. Uh, if, so the QTEs drive some of the outcomes. Yep. Yeah, so as if, well. you, if you get your um your sequence of buttons wrong, and you yeah you, you miss a circle or you miss a triangle here, you, it could be a completely different outcome. So even if you remembered exactly what you did, it'd probably be different. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I um it, it was so, it was really cool. After playing that, you're being more nice to Siri now. Um, what, what do you mean? Am I being more nice? <laughs> you're saying please and thank you. Yeah, what are you wearing, Siri? Please. Um, yeah. Watch piece of cues. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't think I don't think within the game. Like once you've played it, or or you, cl you 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 sort of played it through a little. I don't think there's many spoilers that can be had. Yep. Because of the different outcomes that there are. So I could tell you the whole story that I had, and yours yours could yep. be completely different. So yeah, I mean, I, I got that gist. Um, I think it was in Z stream, and she was talking to um, uh, one of the other got people, and they were talking about this chapter. And even though they'd done very similar things, actually yep. drove in totally different directions. Oh no, well I got this, and oh no, I got this. This guy yep. was being a mongrel um, sort of thing. So yeah, yeah, it's um. It was. I read it somewhere. It was a game where your choices actually have consequence and meaning. Yeah, they do. Yep. Instead of just being something that might drive a bit of narrative, it actually had impact in the game. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, hats off to what's what it, uh, Quantic Dream for Quantic doing Dream. it too. That's it was. It was, yeah. it was really well put together. I, you know, we did. I did the play through before it of um, Beyond Two Souls, and. Yeah, that was really well done. I was really impressed with the way that was put together, but um, it's a whole new level with Detroit Become Human. Yeah. Imagine the storyboard when they're throwing the ideas around for that game. The whiteboard would be like an office block. <laughs> oh, it, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, way, it's crazy. This way, you know, cause, yeah. Uh, yeah, just you can just imagine all the photos, all the the drawings, all the going to all the different outcomes, and it'd be yeah, yeah, it'd be like a labyrinth. Right? So where were we? Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, sweet. All right. So, and what else? What else um, you been up to, man? Just just recently, we got into the the Hungering Deep in Sea of Thieves, which is um, 
a little addition that's just put a little bit of a uh, bit of bit of a quest into into Sea of Thieves, which is really cool. Um, the last two nights, myself and and Deaf Puppies have been playing it out, and um, it's it's done kind of the same thing as Escalation Protocols done for Destiny 2. It's 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 making you. Um, Making you work with other pirates, which is really cool. We've not we we had we had a battle like a, a ship battle last night at right at the end, and that's purely because we instigated it. Um, but we've not had a ship battle the last two nights at all, apart from that. Um, everybody that approaches you um, is is straight on the straight on the horn, let you know that they're friendly, and um, now let's let's sail together. Let's go on, let's go and get. Um, Let's go and get the Megalodon, which is really cool. It's a um, giant shark. I've, I've, I've named him Bruce. From, um, so it's not Loch Ness? <coughs> no. No. Um, but it's, yeah, it's really fun. It's it's kind of, I guess, like it took us two nights, but as anybody that plays Sea of Thieves knows, it would, it, you always get distracted. You always sort of get... You always get steered away from what it is that you're actually trying to do. So you generally, to do something that might take an hour or two, takes you four. So yeah, I'm about to say every Sea of Thieves stream I've ever watched is about 95% dicking around and five percent, you know, let's get to something. Actually doing something. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's pretty yeah. well stand. Yeah. It's it's part and parcel with the way yeah. we play as well. So um, yeah. yeah, but the quest I feel I feel it's kind of short, and I, I honestly mm -hmm. I don't know if there's more past it. But um, it gives gives you some cool stuff like a um, like a figurehead uh, for your ship. It gives you shark tattoos. You get a drum now, so you can play a drum as well as all the other instruments that you had. Um, you get a horn, which essentially lets you sort of communicate across long distances, which is really cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's been really cool in the fact that they've sort of they've given you a quest to do, which we. You haven't really had you know you've, you've got all your merchant quests and all that sort of stuff all your voyages and that but that's just go to point point a get stuff and bring it back yeah um, get and fetch type quests yeah where this is you've got to go and you've got to go and do a quest line so you've got to go and see it find a guy he'll give you a quest line to go and do you got to go and find his 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 journal so you got to kind of piece together the pages and get the clues to where you got to go next and um like a like almost like a little treasure hunt and then yeah yeah then, i was gonna say like, like a good old-fashioned treasure hunt there yeah so and then yeah the the payoff at the end is to fight this giant shark that likes to buy your ship it's um yeah that we had um nice. so it took us the first night we pretty much just did the quest so that we had it all like it all done and last night we finished it off so we the i don't know i don't know how much do we want to go into it do we want to uh, i, I can't or? play it so yeah <laughs> oh, did you did you so, beat bruce that's all that matters we, we beat bruce we beat bruce we won't go into it we okay. beat bruce that way we, we don't spoil it for those who haven't played it um but we beat bruce there's, there's a certain way you've got to do it the first time we attempted yep. it on night one um we lost our way but last night Last night we we got it done. We got it sorted. Uh, the the people that we ran into lost their way ultimately. By the time we got there, um, what we had to do all the way there, we we stopped. Or well, they they hadn't. Yeah. And um, so we had to go back, pick it up again, 
and and go all the way and turn around, come back, find Bruce. But we got it done, and we had um, we had three galleons, three full galleons at it. So yeah. it was it was was fairly easy. I died early on because old Bruce bit me. I was on the yep. part of the ship that he bit, and I, I guess he just chopped me, <laughs> chopped me in half. And um, our ship got sunk real early on, which which was very unfortunate because we had all the planks. We had, you know, <laughs> that, that's a one, one of the things you really need, you need planks and cannonballs to take this thing on. And um, yep. we had a hundred planks in our ship because I'd spent a fair bit of time early on in the stream just loading this ship up. And it was the first one to go, which was. <laughs> A little teary but i had to respawn with it and then sail it all the way back so by the time we got it back sort of got anchored yep. and started getting the cannibals out of, out of bruce it was it was pretty well done yep but three ships makes pretty pretty easy work of him yep but nice. it, it is really cool in the fact that yeah it, it brought what's that it was uh, 11 people 11 people yep. who had no who didn't know each other brought them together to, to under one common goal so that was really cool so do you think it's a um like you're saying that there's there's lots of nice pirates is it the fact that the trolls have now moved on or the reefers are now moved on the game and yeah you're left with normal people who actually want to play the game left behind or i don't know if the exactly actual con or... the content drives that yeah i think the content might drive it i'm pretty yeah. sure like it ended up being the people we got into, into a, a shit battle with ended up ultimately being the people that we killed Bruce with so yeah <laughs> then we sunk nice. this ship and and went on our merry way yeah but yeah um right. yeah I, I think it's it's just it's yeah it's a bit it's an about face you know they've, they've given you a reason to work together whereas before there yep. really wasn't even um yeah, the skull forts even with those it was everyone just wanted the treasure because you're trying yeah. to grind that, you're trying to grind those levels up, and um, you, you really don't want to be sharing it with someone else. So, you just, you know. and probably possibly boredom as well. If you've just yeah, there's not much else to do. Well, I'm just going to go and make other days people's days shit. Yeah, <laughs> so that's it. Sink their ships. Yeah, yeah exactly. Sort of exactly. So when there's something to do, well, let's band together and go knock it out. That's so. it. Now, now everyone can come together with a common goal, and um, it's yeah. all good. So and then and then sink each other afterwards. Well, that's it. Now it's now it's done. You'll find a lot of people probably pretty keen to try and sink you again. So yeah, it'll be at the end. It'll be like, okay, yeah. time to get out of here quick. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, man, sounds pretty good. Sounds like a bit of a, a breath of fresh air for the game. Yeah, it was um, enjoyable. That's good to hear. All right. So where are we at with All the right, freebies, so... dude? Okay, freebies for this month. Uh, PSN have come in and they've given us XCOM two and trials fusion so xcom 2 yeah, yeah it looks like it could be a bit of fun it's a turn-based strategy title um played on a strategic map with isometric battlefields so not quite top down but a bit like that it yeah. places in us in command of the human resistance as they rise up against the advent an alien regime that has governed earth for the last 20 years uh, you control a squad of nerds made up of different classes, and each one of these classes brings their own specialties and, and um, gifts to the battlefield. I probably would have played the death, uh, the shit out of this game on a PC if, it, yeah. um, if I had a gaming PC. Uh, this is what I used to love playing, um, all the rest of it. Yeah. But never these games to me have never felt natural on a console. 
um, just because it's you know lots of menus and other things you got to move through. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll wait and see. I'll give it a go. I'm not gonna um, I'm not gonna say it's a piece of garbage or anything like that yet. But as I said, mouse and keyboard lends itself to this game so much better than a controller does for a console. Yeah. Right. So it'll be interesting to see how they've designed their menus to make it uh, more natural for a controller. Yep. Um, so, all right. So yeah, basically, because your controller is, you've got to actually drag the cursor across the screen with a thumbstick, um, compared to just you know with a mouse, you can just pretty much go there straight away and click. Um, so yeah, we'll wait and see. You know, um, on that. And Trials Fusion, uh, it looks like Tony Hawk meets SSX meets Supercross. Um, I, I don't spend much time in these type of games anymore because uh, basically I don't get, you know, I don't get time. Like Tony Hawk, I lived inside. I can remember it was like the best thing ever. Um, but yeah, that kind of game, just I just don't have the time to sit there and just dick around and learn the skill sets. Um, and this looks like okay. It, it, while it comes across being arcadey and fun, it looks like there's actually uh, some hardcore mechanics inside it that you've got to kind of learn to be able to do anything. I've I've uh, played this. Yeah. Um, it was one of the first freebie games that I downloaded on my Xbox. Actually, um, mm -hmm. I've, I've played a lot of games like it as well, more so on a phone. They, they lend themselves a lot better to a phone, I think. Yep. Um, yeah, they're they're fun for five minutes. Yeah, you know uh, what I mean? so there's that's what I get from it. It's... There's definite uh, mechanics and sort of physics you need to learn yep. and, and sort of master. Um, but yeah, you really don't get much more than five to ten minutes out of them. You get to a certain point, you're like, why why am I why am I playing this right now? Yeah, it's either yeah you got to invest the time to learn yep. the, the skill sets thoroughly, or move on. Yeah, uh, that's kind of the impression I got from it. But what I've what I watched, what I've, what I've read, um, that was the impression I got. It's like, well, you know, whereas someone, something like SSX, you, yeah, you could learn the skill sets and become awesome at it. Yep. Um, or you could just jump on and you could still play the game and enjoy it yeah. without having to invest a huge amount of time trying to stick that, you know, that, that final jump yeah, or whatever these, else like that. These, these, are, these are built on levels where you've you've got to kind of make certain things. You know, early on, they're just yeah. they're tutorial levels, so you'll get through them fairly easily and they'll sort of throw a few little different mechanics at you and you pick them up as you go and then they'll sort of bring them all together and then the levels just get more and more difficult in that aspect. Um, yeah. yeah, so right. once you get to a certain point in them, you've... Yeah, you, know, you got to have those those mechanics down and the physics sorted and all that sort of gear. Yeah, but yeah they just they, just, yeah. they can be, just become painful. Yeah. All right. So probably for this fortnight we might pick XCOM, eh? I we'll think so. That and I think so. Have it. We'll get back to you in two weeks with how it looks. Yep. Okay. So moving over to PSN uh, stuff at the moment. Okay. So Sony's keeping up with their sales. And everything else, and um, so the deal of the week this week is Ni no Kuni to Revenant Kingdom. It's about sixty-three dollars. What did you just call me? Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. I probably butchered the the pronunciation uh, as well. So. People cringing right now, I'm sure. Yeah, every Japanese person. I'm not, I'm not one of them. I have no idea. Sorry. I have no idea how to pronounce <laughs> it. All right, so this is a <laughs> sorry classic JRPG uh, transported into the modern era. 
it has a very like rich traditional sort of fantasy story real act real action battles and uh strong inventory and team management elements apparently it was put together very very well uh, i've had it on my radar and if i wasn't currently playing near i probably would consider picking it up yeah so um that's that's sort of my jam i enjoy a, enjoy a good jrpg all right so we have uh in their standard uh sales and discounts we have pes 2018 the pro evolution soccer series uh, must be getting ready ready for 2019 it's uh $14 which sounds ridiculously cheap it does, doesn't it? uh mass effect andromeda is $12 for the standard edition which it's, uh, it's come a long way yeah it's it fell low um, <laughs> i actually think uh, that has aged well yeah yeah so yeah it was like a very bad batch that one mm -hmm. um middle of middle earth shadow of war is down to 48 dollars um watchdogs 2 is 27 dollars the diablo 3 about, i bought watchdogs 2 about three months ago maybe four yep for about that price second hand in store yeah uh, so it's probably yeah, a good price for another it. one. I, <laughs> yeah, I'll get to play uh, it one day. Yeah, <laughs> Diablo three, the everything edition. Um, I can't remember what they've called it, but it's all the expansions and the, characters. The, uh, Thirty five. The, the everything edition is that you just literally yeah. calling it the everything edition? Yes, I yes. think it was. Um, it. Yeah, that's why I'm an engineer and not a mar <laughs> and don't work in marketing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I read that. It just rolls like, off the tongue. Is, is that really called the everything edition? No, it's not. Yeah. Okay, very good. I, continue it's like it's legendary edition or some <laughs> shit like that uh, it's just like it's the everything edition so you get the necromancer pack and the um two other dlcs yeah um, at 35 bucks which is if you love that kind of game you can lose a lot of time in there for that money um bioshock collection this is the all three bioshock games 27 dollars. that's um so it's the first two or all of them remastered for ps4 um which if you haven't played the bioshock games they're actually very good shooters that was probably one of the first fps games that kind of started steering off just being a generic shooter yeah um, they added story and uh different mechanics to the game so and the stories are were fun and quirky so yeah. okay um dirt 4 uh, one of the rally things 25 dollars uh, one of your old favorites the division for 18 dollars uh D dishonored 2 <laughs> troll uh, Dishonored 2, by the way, eighteen dollars, and you can get the complete pack of the Dishonored series, which is the first one, Dishonored 2, and um, and there was an, a third. It wasn't a full game, I don't think, but it was a um, yeah, but it was bigger than a DLC, yeah, as well for forty dollars. So the Dishonored games were fun. Um, I love the the punk, uh, steampunk kind setting that they threw them all in, and that were that were um, one where you could um. You draw it, you, your choices sort of drove the game too, didn't they? You could be, yeah, yeah. So, like, if yep. you play like me and can't leave any bad guys, uh, you get a really bad ending, <laughs> yeah, right, okay, yeah, yeah. I think from the first one, um, yeah, because I, I just basically had rat plagues everywhere because I just did not leave anyone behind, yep. Um, yeah, my poor little girl that I rescued ended up being like the most evil person ever in the face ever in history because <laughs> she just wanted to be like, like Uncle Corvus or whatever his name was, there so. You go, yeah, so it's like, oh, that wasn't a good ending. I had fun. I, that, wasn't good, that wasn't a good outcome. <laughs> I had fun, no fucking rainbows and, yeah, well, <laughs> no world, rainbows the, and unicorns in that world, ending. The world around me sucks, but I had fun. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, 
Yeah, they were they were always good fun. The Dishonored games um, nice. and Games Workshop, they've got a bunch of them as well. Um, and my heart wants to love these games, but generally my head goes, you know, wake up to yourself. Um, so Death Watch is eighteen dollars. You can get a Mordheim and Blood Bowl two pack for thirty dollars, and um, the original Vermintide is down to fourteen dollars. Do so. they have um? Do they have Mordheim and Blood Bowl two separate? Um, I couldn't you know? didn't see oh, not, not on sale. I, I, I only ask because I'm I'm sort of reading his list, and I'm looking at what I've been looking at on or what I'm currently looking at right now, on um, deals yeah. with with gold on Xbox. You know, we've got Bioshock, we've got Mordheim, we've got um, Blood Bowl two. Um, yeah, so I didn't see him as separate. Beating, PlayStation are beating all the prices. Yeah, they're very competitive people, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't see a separate pack, but um, as I said, I just sort of yeah, went through the list. Yep. Okay, and the other one that Sony are doing is their 10 days of play, which they generally like to have around um, E3 time. Yep. Um, so there's a limited release 500 gigabyte console coming out. It's blue with gold trim and all this fancy stuff. And um, they had some of their PS exclusive titles, they're discounting as well. So I haven't seen a confirmed list on this. And I haven't seen confirmed pricing, but games like God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, Shadow of the Colossus, and Gran Turismo Sport are all receiving discounts um, anywhere between ten to thirty dollars from yeah. the indications I can see. So you could possibly pick up God of War for sixty dollars in a week's time after this kicks off. So um, yeah, that'll be that'll be good, good times. All right, I think that's it. I think that's it for Sony. Yep. All right, so let you take over for the Microsoft stuff. So this is almost like six weeks running now. We uh, freebies on Xbox Gold are Metal Gear Solid Five, uh, Super Mega Baseball Two, and I forget the other. I think it was Vanquish, but that's on the uh, Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. I'm unsure yeah. what that's about. I still haven't looked at it because, well, who Three Hundred and Sixties anymore? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, deals with Gold. We got Borderlands Handsome Collection. Thirty-three dollars. We have uh, EA EA Sports NHL eighteen twenty-eight dollars. Uh, there was another. There was another one of them actually. It was um, fifty-four dollars. I'm pretty sure that gets everything. Though, if I have a quick quick squeeze of that, pretty sure that gets everything. It's got Young Stars Edition. What is involved in this? In this bundle? Okay. Skins. Yeah, yeah, I think so. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Oh, that's that sucks. Uh, come on, let's leave here. Thank you. Um, we have Mordheim, City of the Damned, which is um, probably pretty much everything that goes with it. Is nineteen dollars. Blood Bowl Two Legendary Edition, which is all the all the teams to go with it. Fifteen dollars. Um, the Bioshock Collection is thirty three dollars, and Need for Speed Ultimate Bundle, which has. A ridiculous amount of stuff, and I, I started to go through it. And this, this was pages and pages of gear that goes with Need for Speed. I think it's like three different games, three different actual Need for Speed games with everything that goes with those games, which is yeah, so that's the everything edition. Version it is, it is the everything, everything edition. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it is. Nice. Yeah, Need for Speed bundle, everything squared. It's um, yeah, you get everything Need for Speed with it. It's crazy. I've got a Need for Speed game on my hard drive I've never played. Now, now you mention it. <laughs> yeah. I picked it's it up on a Christmas sale a couple of years. Yeah. yeah, just, um, yeah, I picked it up on a Christmas sale and um, that's about as far as it ever got. Yep. 
I have to look at it one day. But I didn't mind those games. The Blood Bowl's tempting me. I've got to tell you, I used to, I, I played it played it as a kid, the, the tabletop version. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah. I used to have an undead team, and it was called the Cowboys from Hell. <laughs> no dear. Oh <laughs> every um every member of the team had a, a metal song as a name because uh, yeah. i'm so cool yeah uh, so oh, i actually played blood bowl one on pc as well um, yep. so i played the tabletop edition and the um or the pc version of the of blood bowl it was a good translation of the tabletop game yep but I haven't touched it on console, so I can't comment if it translated well. Yeah. So, I've, got a, I've got a feeling to be one that I'd pick up and probably look at two or three times and be done with it. Hmm. Yeah. But I'm, 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 I'm still, yeah, I'm still kind of, I still kind of want to. So. Yeah. yeah, I've got a, um, well, like the Games Workshop products, I've always got a soft spot for them. Yep. Because they um, used to play a lot of their tabletop games. But, um, They've just really ever struggled to translate that universe into a into a game. Um, That's right. You know, there's so much lore and so much just everything just pre-built. Yeah. And they just yeah struggle to actually get that in into a game universe. Um, you know, you just think of the the setting. You know, it lends itself to so many different styles of games, and they just can never tick the box. Yeah. What was the latest game they came out with? I think it was on 360. Was it like Space Marine or something like that? Uh, that was the well, they've released a bunch there but I think their most successful one was Space Marine yeah um, that was on last gen um, yeah. and yeah, you're uh, I think you're an ultramarine fighting orcs yeah uh, it was probably their best I actually had other people you know non people who had never played a games workshop go oh yeah you tried this game it's, it's pretty yeah. good so um, it's like oh, I didn't know you're into games workshop stuff what's games workshop yeah exactly <laughs> so, all right. exactly yeah <laughs> No, it was um, it was it was decent, but it's it's the only yeah. one they've ever really come close with. So. Yeah, I was just I've played like um, way back on PS One. I played Space Hulk, and it was like fucking hitting your toes with a hammer. Um, <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't fun. The AI was terrible, yeah, um, and I think I think Death Watch is one of the ones on sale this month. Um, when they were releasing it, I read a review, and that's what the thing goes. He goes, oh, you know, you got Potato AI, your guy that you've given the um, uh, Gatling to get stuck on a door and just will shoot the wall, and it's like you're kind of relying on him to shoot the bad guys. <laughs> He's doing nothing. So, yeah. So you know you got potato terminators, and it's like, well, yeah, that's that's frustrating when that's sort of those buggy things. You know, in today's game, we really don't get that much anymore. Yeah. Um, we used to get it a lot in the old days, and you just laugh about it and move on. Um, yeah. Nowadays, it's like, yeah, game yeah. design's kind of got to a point where we should be shouldn't have those things happening. Yeah. All right. Um, so, anything else in Xbox sales world? Um, not really, man. We've got a whole yeah. bunch of new games coming up, and I'm just looking at that now. New games: Dark Souls Remastered. So, get an Xbox, mate. You'll you'll love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was a, I can't remember where it's at now. There's Churok. Jeez, I just saw Churok. You remember that game? Oh yeah, uh, wasn't that's it? Coming was that out. Xbox or that originally on Nintendo? No, that was Xbox. Oh, no, I've got a feeling they were originally on Nintendo. Yeah, I've got a feeling it started. Might have started on the sixty-four. There's a bunch of pre-orders yeah. at the moment. There's MotoGP eighteen. Was was it? Was an eighteen game a pre-order? 
sounds odd at this point in time. Because actually, right? again, they've, they've numbered it in the year it's released for a change. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Vampire. Um, the Crew 2. Crash Bandicoot. So that... Crash Bandicoot. Vampire. Uh, Insane Trilogy is coming to uh, Xbox. That, that Vampire game, is that based on the Masquerade um, series? Do you know? There was a um, RPG uh, role-playing game um, that yeah, it used to be called The Masquerade and used to be able to take on the role of vampires or werewolves. Is it based in that university, you know, or no? There we go. What the hell are you talking uh, about? You hang on. I'm, just, hang on. I'm just trying <laughs> to have a quick read. That's all. That was uh, a, no, um, it looks what? like you're a doctor. No, that's no fun. You newly, newly turned good. vampire, so no. No. No, I got, I got all, all, all nerdy, nerdly excited then, because yeah. I heard that they are. I think they are working on another translation of that of that role player game to try and get it over into PC world. Yeah. So I'm probably just regretting right. mentioning anything at the moment because it's, it doesn't actually look that good. All these pre-orders <laughs> going up. <laughs> Forget it. Yeah, it's that, trash. That's, that's what happens when you go off track. We got uh, Black uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 4s in pre-order. Shadow of the Tomb Raiders on pre-order. Battlefield 5 is on pre-order. Uh, you got standard edition for Battlefield 5 is $90. Deluxe is $110. Uh, and everything else is sort of around the $99 to $100. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they, Madden they flogged those extra skins, don't they? Oh, yeah. 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 All right. Too go. easy, that go. I, I almost redeemed myself, I think. <laughs> Nearly made it back. Nearly. <laughs> almost, almost. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to news and stuff with E3 coming up. With um, There's a bit of excitement out there, isn't there? There is. So for the first time, I think we discussed it two or three podcasts ago, how um, we haven't heard tickety-boo from the Anthem devs. Yep. Um, so, and then this week we get a little image pop up um, for Anthem. So it's like, ooh, excitement. So we're looking forward to see. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what they're going to drop at E3 on this game. Um everything's indicating inside it's a 2019 release and yep. probably in the first quarter of 2019 kind of release so um uh, you'd be expecting that they'd have a pretty solid product to show at e3 and um if they've built on what we saw two years ago uh, it's gonna be pretty exciting he's hoping it's um it's been quiet yeah. for a very long time so yeah, i imagine they're, they're starting to push a little bit little bit of Push it into the public eye a little bit now, so hopefully we um we'll see we'll see a bit what's yeah. in the coming weeks, I guess. With yeah. E3 oh, right. about so yeah, I think that's yeah it's Monday week um when we're recording so all right so the another thing that's slated or being hyped is the PS5 or the next console that um supersede um, supersedes the PS Pro. Yep is being hyped to be unveiled at E3 this year. So whether we see the product, an early prototype, but um, there's a, actually a bit of buzz. Um, considering uh, about a month ago, everything was really, really quiet around the sector. Yeah. Um, and uh, funnily enough, there has been no, I can't find any noise that Microsoft is planning on unveiling their next gen or their next console um, yeah, at right. this event. So it might be, you know, Sony playing a trump card here. So, yeah, we'll wait and see what happens there. And um, what else popped up during the week? That Fallout 76 trailer. Yep. 
Okay, so from what we can tell, this game seems to be set in 2102, which is about, if you follow the Fallout stuff, it's about 25 years after the war. So this will be the earliest we've ever been out of a vault inside that universe. Yep. Um, uh, the, the the song that they play in their clip is a old John Denver song about going home. Country road, yep. Yep, yep, going back to, going home to West Virginia, so it possibly could be set in West Virginia. Um, the vault number 76 has been referenced previously in uh, both Fallout 3 and 4. Um, apparently it was occupied by 500 people who were meant to be a control group. It was intended to be open 20 years after the war, and a poster in the wall shows its existence was meant to mark the United States tricentennial in 2076. Um, okay, so that's about all we know about it. Uh, Beth Theater have come out and it's said it's not Fallout 5 or it's not a new New Vegas. Um, yep. So it's interesting to see what this game will be. Um, so yeah, they've come out and said, no, it's not Fallout 5, not New Vegas. So it's not just a you know, little side thing set for the same thing. So, yep. um, yeah, I, I expect that they'll be vlogging that. And it's not slated for a release this year either. Um, so I think they're talking next year. And um, But I expect uh, that and Rage 2 will kind of make their, um, that'll be their two pinnacles of their show this year. What, what is, um, when's Rage 2 due for release? Um, I, fixed, I thought we're this year. That? Yeah, I thought it was this year. We'll have to, we'll have to but, look on that. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was this year also. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of kind of right, so, that out. Yeah, so um, while no release date has been given for Fallout 5, um, it is across PC, PS4, and Xbox at this point. So it's going. there's no exclusives. It's yep. everywhere, which is good. And while we're talking about Bethesda, um, we haven't heard or had a sniff of an Elder Scrolls game since 2011. Yeah. So you may, you may see it, something... Uh, we may see a pop, something pop up at E3. It's been a long time uh, since we've had an Elder Scrolls game, and given that Skyrim was, by all accounts, a pretty good hit for them, I'm surprised that they haven't gone back um, and sort of done the next then done the next thing with Elder Scrolls. So yeah. and um, yeah, and so we've every single one of their games. It's always in a fantasy setting, of course, but each one has a different theme. So like Skyrim was that Nordic theme. Yep. So it'll be interesting to see what um, what setting they put this in, and if anybody out there's got any ideas of what they think it might be or what they want it to be, um, chuck it up on our socials and we can have a chat about it. Absolutely. All right. So moving through, Death Stranding. It's a PS exclusive title um, by the Metal Gear producer Hideo Kojima. Sorry, Hideo. Probably just slaughtered your name. <laughs> um, so we haven't seen much of this except for a few images and some short clips, but Norman Reedus from Walking Dead is yep. one of the actors in the Every, game. Everyone's favorite, and yep. Yes, yes, Daryl, or Daryl, depending <laughs> on who you are in the, in the show. So it, it appears to be, what we can gather, it's set in a post-apocalyptic sort of open-world setting, um, but he's gone out and said, look, it's got unusual mechanics, don't you? There's a lot of standard video, video game, game mechanics aren't at work inside this game. Yep. Um, so, and yeah, right. So, Hideo is really, really good at what he does. So, it'd be interesting to see more of this title. And um, lastly, the whispers that Project Red, um, the creators or the, the makers of Witcher, yep. are working on a cyberpunk title. Um, so, Cyberpunk 2010, once again, was a tabletop game. Um, 
and so it's set in this universe it's set in that universe and they're building a game around that so that's oh, oh, look at that look at that so cyber, cyberpunk 2010 when was that a tabletop game oh man back in the that's, 90s i was gonna say is that like late 80s potentially yeah i can yeah possibly it could have been come out then i can remember playing it uh, our futuristic 2010 a... would have been at the time yeah yes yeah. exactly i was a, i was an orc <laughs> orc with cyborg implants and shit like that oh, so yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was so cool <laughs> how, come, how come we're not orcs with cyborg implants now damn it no 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 they let me down <laughs> you know marty mcfly's hoverboard was nothing compared to what yeah, i think 2010 was going to be yeah <laughs> all right so that's about all it's um there's a yeah as i said there's a ton of hype and everything coming out of the upcoming e3 so, event. sounds like some um, cool stuff coming up so I'm, I'm pretty excited so yeah i've tried to um try to pick up some of the more non unknown or not so not so in the hot, uh, limelight sort of stuff yeah because uh, yeah, the big big stuff yeah black ops will be there and um, everything else like that so um yeah just shine the light on a couple of other games that have you know um, are out there and good solid titles yep okay so moving on to q a time um so thanks everybody who dropped in stuff this month um or this month this fortnight We'll get this time thing sorted one day, won't we? One day. Um, okay, so we have a, a Black Rage DC. Um, she asks two questions this month. Yeah, she asks nicely. Okay, so if you could only play one game for the rest of your life, what game would it be? Okay, um, there's two ways I read this question. It's if you had a team of devs that constantly made content inside a game, so <laughs> you could play it forever. Yeah. Or a game that please. you yeah so i've got two answers just to um go in both well, answer both things here yeah um or, or as i said or a game that's very persistent and you can just keep playing it forever um so obviously the persistent game that i you know if i had to pick one game and i had to keep playing it forever it'd probably be something like destiny um or destiny 2 in this case yeah um yeah that you know, you've always got something to do when you log in etc etc but on the other one if i had a team of devs constantly making content for me I'd probably pick Witcher 3. Right, okay. Um, yeah, as I said, I really enjoyed playing that game. And if I could just keep playing it forever, instead of getting the ending where I sat in my tent and cried because I hated everyone, uh, <laughs> it would have been great. <laughs> okay, so what, like what do you reckon? Um, uh, if, if I had to play one game for the rest of my life, um, I'd, I'd be looking at something like Forza Horizon 3. Yeah, sweet. Something like that is, it, it's yeah, it's constantly ongoing. You know, there's Forzathon sort of every week, um, and there's always, you know, always something to be done, or just driving around like a knob. So it's pretty oh, much Forza. That's, that's um, pretty much me. So have you heard the rumours that there might be a new, a witch in the in the wings, Sorry. a new Forza game, uh, Horizon Four potentially. Yeah, um, I've, yeah, I've heard I've heard rumours and basically. Hang on, you, your audio cut out then. What was that? All right, sorry. No, no, I was just saying I heard some rumours about it. There's a chance that yeah, Microsoft or whoever builds it may unveil it at E3. Yeah. Just wondering if you've heard anything more because you're a bit closer to the game. I'm only, I'm only hearing people talk about it. I'm not hearing anything or seeing anything from the developer end of things. 
Yep. So I think at the moment it's it's a lot of speculation, probably a lot of hope-driven discussion about it at the yep. moment. Um, <laughs> but but Horizon is due. Well, they sort of they sort of take it in turns where the the main game gets a release and then the like the Horizon, which is which is more of your open world sort of racer. Um, yep. The Horizon gets a release, so that's the way it sort of worked for the last obviously well last three Horizons, and. Um, Given that Forza Motorsport 7 was the last release, uh, yep. it's looking like Horizon 4 would be next. But again, all I'm hearing is um, is probably probably hopeful talk. So here's fingers crossed. If we do hear something, yep. it's um, it's a brilliant game, and I can only imagine that they're going to improve upon it. So neato. All right. Sorry about the digression. That's all good, my man. That is all good. Okay, so the second one was if you could have any game from previous gen, gen remastered for you, what game would that be? I'll let you go first this time. Or if you don't have an answer, I'll, I can answer. Uh, you have an answer, I'll have a think. All right, for me, it's Final Fantasy VII. Um, yeah, I want to play that game again. Um, remaster it, bring on the shiny graphics, and um, yeah, and I really that's the game I'd pick, Final Fantasy VII. And... You never know. They've been talking about it's been twenty something years since it was first released, yep. and they've been talking about a remaster for about twenty of those twenty five years. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, we might see one one day. I've I've got nothing on that. I've got to be honest. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm pretty happy to leave everything I've played where it's at at this point in time. Yeah, nice. Every, everything yeah, everything I am playing or, or would like to play, I'm kind of kind of happy happy with. I don't. Yeah, I'm not looking back. I don't really think that there's anything I'd like to sort of have remastered. So, nice. sorry, that was that was a, that was a shit shit house answer. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, bro, fail. that's actually probably not a bad way to uh, look at things. Uh, yeah, yeah. For me, it'd be a it, uh, Final Fantasy VII is probably it'd be a, a nost- uh, nostalgic indulgence. Yeah, um, for me. Um, yeah, once again, game I played the shit out of and loved way, way back. So, so it might have um, be something boring like uh, we're going back to racing games. It might be something boring like Gran Turismo or Gran Turismo 2, where they're still yeah. currently making Gran Turismo games. It kind of, yeah. doesn't, kind of doesn't really fit the bill. So, yeah, because um, well, it's finally turning turning back into what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we'll move on. Okay, so Grey Aussie Gamer he asks, with E3 coming up, who do you think will have the biggest surprise game announcements? Well, I think we surprise game announcements. I think we kind of we might have just covered it. I think, um, yeah. I think Horizon, uh, Horizon, Horizon Four is a thing. Um, I think for me, the biggest surprise is going to be what From Software unveils. So, um, From Software, the makers of the Soulsborne games, and they have been teasing us with. Uh, did, I think you, it was about you, a you ten second me. clip. Oh, so, <laughs> yeah, lost I know. Me. I'm, I know you're you're warming up over there going, oh, shit, yeah, I'm fucking hyped. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, so um, they've teased us with something that almost looks like Bloodborne, but they've come out and said, no, it's not Bloodborne 2. Stop getting excited. Um, Apparently, it's a new IP, so I can't wait to see what that is. That's um, probably the biggest thing. You know, there's a lot of people, "Eh, it's Bloodborne 2 and everything else like that. And um, so the surprise will be, yes, and... They're actually saying that they're not even, it's not 
going to be even like a Soulsborne game. Um, so that action RPG sort of, um, yeah, the hardcore sort of shit that Souls, the Souls games are famous for. Yeah. Um, they're actually, this apparently this new IP, they're going to steer away from that. Yeah. So yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what they actually pump out because um, they, they like making good, weird games. Good, weird games, eh? Yes. That, that sounds like it's right up your alley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love a game where you spend, you know, 40 hours just slaughtering people going, hey, well, actually, what? Am I just a bad person? Or, oh, that's right. Like, literally, Dark Souls 3, I got to the end, I still didn't know what the hell I was supposed to be. I was just this um, creaky, creepy looking guy that was just butchering everything I met. Why? Why am I doing this? Yeah, yeah. Why am I going to. All right, and he also asks, can Walmart, uh, can we ask Walmart not to leak the entire E3 reveal? Um, I'll see what I can do, man. Not sure if I had that much pull with Walmart, but <laughs> I'll give it a crack. All right, so um, we'll move on to discussion point or yeah. hear a couple more questions. Yeah, we'll go to the discussion point. Yeah, let's okay. do that. All right, so the discussion point this week. Um, so video games, we, they get a bad rap in the media. Um, they're blamed for just about everything that happens nowadays, whether it's a, um, you know, yeah, um, whether it be, you know, God forbid, a shooting or, you know, just a kid doesn't do their homework. It's it's video games problem. Um, this has been a trend throughout history. Uh, in previous times, early days, it was music back in the 70s. And yeah. then, you know, then it was movies and now it's video games. Is this... Uh, media and stuff to blame um, or what other factors are at play um, so I, I, you can start first if you wish before I, I my answer are they to blame well, I mean we'll start there I guess are they to blame um, no I've, I've played a lot of it depends on, on what we're uh, what kind of what kind of uh, example we're looking at as well I mean I've played a lot of a lot of shooters where the main objective is to kill other people. And guess what I've never wanted to go and do? Yeah, I've, never, exactly. I've never felt the need to pick up a gun and go and shoot other people. Um, yeah, I've, are they to blame? No. Are there, are there many other factors? Like, it's it's a very, very broad sort of yeah. question, I guess. Like, there's many other factors that could be to blame for different behaviours. You know, what, what, what behaviour are we looking at as well, you know? Like what, yeah. Yeah, so um, for me, it's um, it's an easy target. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, you know, as I said, it's an easy target. Um, it's an easy target me, to know, shift like, the blame to. Yeah, and as I said, like I can remember back in the nineties, fuck, it was a Silverchair song, the Pure Massacre. Yep, was got the blame for those two dudes that killed their parents. Yeah, they were blaming Silverchair, and so that, dude, they're just a grunge. Yeah, they're an Aussie grunge band that's still in high school. For you know what the song was about, don't you? No. That song was about the Port Arthur Massacres. Yeah. Yeah, no, so, I just liked the song. Yeah, so did I. It, 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 um, yeah. But, you know, sort of, I, knowing that, it, uh, it gave that song a real feeling. But, um, yeah, I, I remember that. I remember that being blown. No, that, yeah. was, that was not... So how, how yeah, could you yeah. blame a song that was about um, the tragedy of yeah, what was Port Arthur? So... For anyone yeah, that doesn't and, know, um, I might be listening from overseas or whatever. Port Arthur, Port Arthur's in Tasmania, is that right? Tassie, yep, it's a Tassie. Um, yeah, yeah, it was. Um, it was pretty, pretty tragic. Yeah, and it was, it was the trigger point that basically disarmed us. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yep. They bought in um, gun licensing and basically, um, yeah, everybody in Australia with the gun handed in if they didn't have a. Um, so. Very, I, pretty, very foreign have, concept for our I, have, um, I, I think I have more more feelings and input on on that topic than I do about video yeah. games being to blame for for kids not doing yeah. their homework. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So my one here, and I get this a lot. Um, I work with a lot of older people who don't understand this stuff. Yep. Um, I've been literally I've been playing video games since I was six years old. Yep. Uh, right. Uh, for, yeah, it's basically forever. Um, and. But the yeah, mum and dad, even when I was younger, there was always control. So you said, you know, you can't sit there all day and do that. You've got to get outside and do stuff. Yep. Um, and like back then, games were pretty kid friendly anyway. There wasn't, um, you know, it was hard to actually relate the, the old 8 bit graphics to real life because nobody looked like a Lego man. Yeah. Um, so you move that into the modern world, and what we have is highly realistic, highly addictive games. Yep. the actual mechanics inside the game drive addiction um, because you want to get to the new level, you want the new shiny and all this. Um, so what's changed is the fact that okay, video games aren't just kid products. So um, not only is it the amount of time that they spend in front of these things and become immersed in these, the actual content that's in there isn't suitable for children. So I've seen people go by... A, Call of Duty game for their six-year-old. I have, and it's like, I have the perfect example of this. The reason I stopped playing GTA Five was because of mm -hmm. the amount of twelve-year-olds I was encountering mm -hmm. playing it. And this is exactly it. And for me, that, that is disgusting. Like, what are your parents yeah. doing? That's yeah, and that's, that's, that's where the, that's where the blame lies for me. That is yeah, where the blame and, lies um, for me. In I would I would say ninety percent ninety percent of the cases that I've dealt yeah. with is yeah. parents, and not, not I, video I, games, the parents. I have, a, I have a very similar opinion and it's not just you know, video games, it's not music, it's music. Yeah. It's like it's parents who don't engage with their children and yeah. don't control to yeah. some extent what they do and watch. Yeah. I'm not talking about your 15 year old kid here, you know, generally they've matured to the point that they can start handling some of those concepts. But I'm talking kids under 10 years old shouldn't be playing games with an MA15 plus yeah. or an R18 plus kind of, um, uh, um, content. You remember the game? I think it came out on PS2, Manhunt. I do. Yep, I remember that very yeah, well. Yep. Yeah, it was extremely brutal, right? Extremely brutal. And yeah, you, as you I said, I, the premise of that a little bit. Manhunt was yeah. purely the the whole premise behind Manhunt was finding different ways to kill people. Mm. Yeah, it, it had a loose storyline that you were yeah. a um, you're basically a mass murderer that was abducted out of a jail cell because you're on death row and put into this environment um think running man style thing yep. uh, where you're being videotaped and you had gangs of people out trying to kill you and you had to kill them first and um, so basically you used like a plastic bag you know, if you got the execution thing right you'd yep. wrap it around their head and then beat their face in um, <laughs> it was extremely brutal and there's some, right. some and, super disturbing um i guess bosses as well yeah. Yes, oh, yeah. Called, the dude yeah. with the pig, pig mask and pig, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, shit gave me nightmares. Yeah. And it was kids under ten playing that. Parents. Oh, yeah. Oh, this game looks a bit violent. It's like, fuck no. Yeah. It doesn't doesn't get any <laughs> more violent than this game. Right? Yeah. It disturbs me. Yeah. You know. And so it's like, guys, you you know the label. You don't let your kid watch an R eighteen plus movie. You yeah. probably play the same with your video games. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's 
that's enough said. That's, you just can't go to the shop and pick a game up and then give it to your kid. Yeah. Um, the only game, only platform I'd say you possibly could do that without any, it would be Nintendo. Yeah. Because they, they are very family orientated with their money. But even then, but if you're on an Xbox or a, or a PlayStation, you really have to look at the content of the game before you buy it for your children. Yeah. And number two is don't let them live inside there. Um, you know, like uh, I'm, he- I'm hearing it now with Fortnite. Oh yeah, you know, kids eight hours, you know, a day sitting there playing Fortnite. Turn the fucking console off. That's it. <laughs> Unplug it. And, yeah, it, yeah, they shouldn't be sitting there for eight hours a day playing, doing anything. Honestly, you know. Yeah. I um, have um, I have friends, and that's that have, coming from. Yeah, I have friends that have banned their kids from playing it because of how mm-hmm. aggressive they get, and um, you mm-hmm. know they've, they've caught their kids swearing or whatever else, and now these kids are nine, ten. Like, do you have yeah. any idea what they're doing? Like, yeah, they're playing video games. Like, yeah. do you have any idea what's on the other end of that headset? Like, exactly. They're playing, they are playing yeah. with other people. They could be playing someone with someone who's like, just arguing, say, like fifty years old. Like hmm. your 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 eight year old son is playing with a with a fifty year old. You don't know what that person's saying to them. Mm, exactly. You know and I mean? like, as I said, adult conversations and. Etc. So yeah, it comes down to be, really being aware of what they're doing, how long they're doing it for, yeah. and who they're doing it with. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's one thing to jump on, okay, jump on for an hour. Okay, you're in a lobby with four of your, your school friends. That's cool. You've got it one hour. And I actually think the uh, consoles are coming out with settings that you can basically build that inside to make it safer. Yeah. But yeah, as I said, they shouldn't be sitting there for you know, like I was. I go back to when I was a kid. You know. You'd, our console wouldn't get touched unless it was raining. Um, basically, we were sitting there. Mum would come in the room, kick us up the ass, and throw us outside, <laughs> tell us to come back at the time. You know, that's just the way we were yeah. raised. Yeah. Um, so, it, you know, you never, you never had the chance to completely immerse yourself and just become obsessed, I guess, because you always had mum there. But, yeah, that's right. Um, and you know, sort of that is dropped away. It's like, oh yeah, no, the kid's quiet. Just put them in the corner. And, oh, I don't know what they're doing, but they're quiet. And they're not annoying me. It's like, no, you can't yeah, do that. That's right. Yeah, they're, they're quiet. You know? We know, we know where they are. They're inside. They're safe. No, they're not. Yeah, they're not at all. No, no. So, yeah, that's um, probably <laughs> enough on that. But yeah, yeah. it's it, it's a thing, and I, I get in it. I don't get into arguments because I don't tend to argue, but yeah, I get into discussions around this because I work with a lot of older people who don't understand anything about video games. Yeah. And, you know, they'll just sit there and just make those general statements. Yeah. And it's like, no, it's not all not all true. You know, yeah. I'm, as I said, I, I play video games as a hobby and it's not true. It's It comes down to shitty parenting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, are, and, there, are know, there people out there who have played, yeah, maybe something like Manhunt? And, and it's triggered mm. something. I don't know. There's, there's some sick people in the world. I'm sure it probably yeah. has. But, um, but they could they could yeah. read a book and get the same information or watch a movie and get the same thing. That's right. Yeah, if you're, That's if right. you're that way inclined, you're going to find a way to do it anyway. Yeah. Everything, everything um, has a rating and none of these ratings yeah. cater to mental illnesses or anything like that. So, no. no, no. Yeah, it's, it's, no, no. it's a hard sell. Are video games to blame? No. No. No, it's just another form of entertainment that yep. needs to be controlled and like every other form of it. All right. Let's, let's broaden okay, up, mate, well, we? um, What are we looking forward yeah, yeah. to? <laughs> well, I'll we, we went dark, me, I'm... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we are very serious. All right, so uh, we will continue... Or I will be continuing with uh, Nier Automata and Destiny 2 <laughs> for the next fortnight. 
I'll let them learn how to say it the cool way. Uh, so cool. <laughs> yeah. We'll be able to walk uptown now and strum yeah, the shit. That's it. <laughs> so that's pretty much my plans for the next fortnight. That and just get absolutely friggin' owned by work. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, um, it's the start of it. We're coming into the uh, start of our production season. So, yeah, yeah we've got um, heaps of pre-commissioning and this and that. And I've just, yeah. Yeah, it's owned me the last two weeks, and it's going to continue to own me for another another month. Yeah, nice. So nice. yeah, that's my that's my excitement. Yeah, um, yourself, man. What are you going? Um, what are you looking at? Looking into the future, I'm I'm pretty much looking looking forward to games that are coming up. Red Dead Two and um, so, uh, Spider Man are really sort of have caught my eye, so I'm looking forward to them. Yep. They're they're much later in the year at the moment, but October, oh, aren't they? Yeah, September, October, I think. Um, yep. But yeah, looking forward to them. Uh, in the near future, I'm going to be getting into Destiny. We're going to be doing some um, some one v one crucible tournaments, uh, some two v two tournaments, and hopefully some raid races, and, and possibly trying to get Xbox and PS4 to play off against each other and see who is the who who has the greater raid team. We'll, we'll um, see how that goes. Who has the speediest speed? And, and um, we might even try and throw down the gauntlet to a uh, a six v six or something against the uh, yep. the old dads of Destiny over there. Nice. Yeah, slap his um, gauntlet and see what comes back at us. Eh? Yep. You get the dad rage happening, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll come yeah, in with so. our, our dressing gowns and our slippers and that's like, it. Hey. With your bubble pipes. You upstart. That sounds like a plan, man. Yeah, as I said, I was um, waiting for work to quieten down and I was going to start toying with similar sort of activities over in the Dodd world. So, yeah. <clears throat> Might be a good thing if we can sync them across our two groups. Yeah, because I just want to just want to try and get some viewer interaction and all that sort of gear. So, yep. um, just really start start driving a bit of a bit of fun and a bit a bit more. Every everyone comes and watches me play, and I, I don't know. To me, that that seems boring. I want to do something and sort of give back. So, get yep. get everyone else involved. Is my plan. All right. All right. Anyway, um, sounds sounds like a good plan, my friend the plan okay so um i think that's about it um so you can find me out and about on the internet at uh dawn of the dan on twitter instagram and mixer and where can we find you my friend uh you find me at static oz everywhere twitter instagram mixer uh, facebook sounds better i think that's it Yep, beautiful. So yeah, if That's you want to ask us a question, ask us anything, talk to us, or whatever, start a conversation. Go hunt us down on Twitter or Insta, or um, hunt us down on our streams and come say hi and have a chat. Yep. If you so, want to, if you'd like to send us um, again some some images or anything like that to use as as our backdrop here. Uh, for those of you watching on YouTube, you'll you'll see what's what's going on there. Um, two left thumbs pod at gmail.com any questions shoot them over there too uh, anything you'd like us to, to talk about um, yeah shoot us an email you can get in touch with us on all of our socials or shoot us an email uh, we'd love to hear from you and we look forward to it alright with that I think it's time to hang up time to get on out alright man take it easy yep time to go outside and enjoy some sunshine I'll catch you later see you catch Bye. us all <laughs>